right, welcome to another episode of Piecing It Together, the podcast where we take a look at a new movie and try to figure out what movies inspired it. And today on the show, it's one of our monthly trailer roundups featuring Jason Harris from Awesome Movie Year. We will be getting into just a couple of puzzle pieces based off of the trailers of a whole bunch of movies coming out in February. And then we'll see, maybe we'll end up covering some of these movies in full-length episodes as the month goes on, we'll see what happens. But uh, before we get to that, I do want to remind you, as always, to make sure you are subscribed to Piecing It Together wherever you listen to podcasts. You can follow us on social media at PiecingPod. And don't forget to join our Facebook group, Popcorn and Puzzle Pieces. It's a really fun community of movie lovers. We just hit 400 members. I keep it closed so that way, you know, all the internet riffraff doesn't get in and get all kinds of trolley type stuff in there. But, uh, we have a really fun community of people who actually genuinely love talking about movies. So join if you're one of those people. And uh, if you're cool, I'll keep you in there. And if you're not cool, you're gone. So that's how it works. Uh, so yeah, check it out. Popcorn and Puzzle Pieces on Facebook. So before we get into the episode, on these trailer roundups, I always like to also take a minute to get into some listener puzzle pieces and January was a bit of a slow month because we uh, only had four episodes uh, because we also had all of the, you know, top ten lists and all that kind of stuff. So we had a lot of special episodes kind of filling up the time. So we only have listener puzzle pieces for three episodes, and they all come from friend of the show, Joe Black. So first up, Destroy All Neighbors, which was our most recent episode at the time of this. He mentioned Freaked, which we did talk about on the follow-up episode with the film's writer, Charles Piper. Uh, so, you know, obviously Freaked, great one to include. Uh, he also mentioned Bucket of Blood, which I don't know that movie, um, but then Guar, Phallus in Wonderland, which I was definitely like thinking of Guar. Um, I, I mentioned Psycho Gorman as a puzzle piece, and that I mentioned Guar as a puzzle piece for that back when we did that episode. So definitely I could see how that one would fit in here as well. For American Fiction, Joe came with a whole bunch of Woody Allen, Deconstructing Harry, The Front, and Hollywood ending. Um, I know we had had a private conversation where Joe talked about uh, just how much Woody Allen he saw in that movie. So I uh, definitely could see that. And then for Eileen, he brought up Lady from Shanghai, Unforgivable, and Buffalo 66. I haven't seen the first two, but Buffalo 66, I can definitely see the connection there uh, with you know this uh, one person kind of taking this other person under their wing and, you know, maybe not having the best intentions. So uh, it's uh, definitely an interesting movie, and uh, I think that's a good piece to include there. So thank you, Joe, for sending in those pieces. Uh, February, we should have, you know, a much fuller schedule of episodes, so hopefully we'll get more listener puzzle pieces in here. So uh, send in your puzzle pieces as we continue doing more episodes in February, and I will read them on the next trailer episode. So with that said, it's time to get to our conversation. And I do just want to say, um, you know, the beginning of the year, not always the best movies coming out. So uh, we're, we're a little bit on the negative side in this one. So just keep that in mind. Uh, some of these movies are a little bit yikes, but uh, we have a fun conversation anyway. So let's get to our talk about some of the movies coming in February. 
All right, it's time for another month of trailers. Jason Harris is back with us. How's it going, Jason? Dave, what a day. This morning I listened to your podcast with Josh for your best first time listens of last year. Then I just did an awesome movie year with you too. And now you and I are doing a podcast together alone. The only thing left to do is skin you alive and make a human costume out of your remains. Wow. Uh, I was going to ask you to redo that because you said first time listens, but I don't think you could like capture that magic again of skinning me alive. Oh yeah. First time watches. That's what I meant. (laughs) But I was too busy thinking like whoever buys the Dave costume, they, they could wear it on Halloween, but they won't get to trick or treat because since they're playing Dave, they'll be in bed by four o'clock in the afternoon. (laughs) No sugar. I go to sleep at 6 PM. You're you're absolutely right. Uh, This is another one of those months. And of course we're at the beginning of the year. Movies aren't great at the beginning of the year. Usually it's another month where I haven't seen barely any of the movies we talked about last month, but let's go through them anyway, starting with society of the snow, which I still would like to catch up on. I mean, it is nominated for an Oscar. So uh, I'll get to it eventually. Did you watch it? No, but I, I, you know, I hope to maybe, I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's a tough subject matter too. I'm not a good flyer to begin with. So like, you know, even on this one, we're talking about, um, a movie with a plane crash and just watching that, those previews, I, I don't feel comfortable with that. So I, I'm not a fan of plane crashes. I, I, I agree with you. Uh, Night Swim, I did see, and I've recorded a Piecing It Together episode on. It's not a very good movie, but we had a really fun episode on it. Uh, don't watch it, though. Okay, I won't. <laughs> good Grief, I did not see. Got fairly average reviews. Did you watch it? No, I mean, this is one of those that, you know, Dan Levy's such a major uh commodity i think in hollywood it's interesting because this you would think like you know 10 15 years ago gets that like small indie rollout and maybe gain some steam but instead it just got lost in a netflix shuffle Uh, it did next up was mean girls the musical the movie i did not see it i'd like to see it even though you know it's such a ridiculous concept to put out in theaters but uh did you watch it I mean, in theater, so it was number one for two weeks in a row. So I rewatched yeah, the original, well. but um, I'll wait for streaming for this one. Fair enough. Fair enough. The Book of Clarence was next, which seems to be getting a very uh, love it or hate it, mostly hate it. But I do know a few people who loved it uh, responses. I still want to see it. It's getting all hate except for your boy, Joe Black. So <laughs> I actually know honest. like maybe two other people who liked it also. Yeah. So, okay. yeah. I'm going to watch it eventually. I Like I said, I did like The Heart of They Fall. So uh, Next is Role Play, which uh, I don't really remember what that was. That was uh, the movie that they've made seven billion times. This time, oh. Kaylee Cuoco's the uh, spy, right? And yes. Like, yes. Whoa, my wife's a spy? <laughs> <laughs> That's why we need video. Because even I was watching my face in that one, and it made me laugh. <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> Next up is Self-Reliance, which uh, does look very funny, and I, I still want to see it. It's gotten pretty good reviews most for the most part. I know you didn't think it looked that good, but I, I want to watch this. It didn't. I did listen to Jake Johnson on The Big Picture, and he was like talking about these inspirations for him, and I'm like, what? That doesn't sound like that makes sense, but... Yeah, I, I would check it out. I, I It didn't look good to me, but, I, you know, hey, why not? Let's give it a shot. There you go. This is like us talking about movies we haven't seen. Yeah, I, the whole thing. Seriously. That's what I was saying. I, I didn't watch anything. 
Uh, Lift, I didn't watch. I don't think anybody watched that one, though, so at least I'm not alone in what that. What was that so. one? I don't remember that. That one. was uh, Kevin Hart, uh, F. Gary Gray, Oh, yeah, um, yeah. Oh, we're yeah. robbing a plane. Yeah, exactly. Which brings me to you. Um, I know it was like a rom-com, but I don't remember the details. I think that was one where it was like, weren't they doing like, oh, I'm going to pretend to be your boyfriend or girlfriend so you can help get this guy. But then, um, that was anything but you like a month ago. I don't know. Maybe that's, and isn't there one this month that we're also covering like that? I think so. (laughs) Who knows? knows? Good time for movies, everybody. Go to the theaters. Uh that's january for you uh next up is iss not getting very good reviews you uh, saw it no or josh and i did not know a couple of people posted reviews in our popcorn and puzzle pieces group um i know my buddy ben yonker liked it so um you know maybe everyone says it's a premise that doesn't deliver it just goes in a very rote direction exactly Miller's Girl just opened this weekend at the time that we're recording, so obviously I haven't seen it yet. Um, not getting the best reviews, nope. uh, but I'm sure Jenna Ortega will be fine. Ooh, not getting good reviews. <laughs> the best movie of last month, though, Jason, was The Beekeeper, which we did a live episode on and was awesome. So. The Beekeeper was pretty great. And, uh, Your favorite enjoyed- movie of the year so far? <laughs> Maybe because <laughs> yeah. how many movies have I watched uh, from 2024? I don't know. Probably maybe. just that. Yeah. So but. it was good. I liked it. And uh, I think you guys did a good podcast. I thought Luella and uh, Joe always bring, um, you know, kind of uh, their points of view, which are, and, you know, Joe is steeped in film history. And Luella is always uh, coming with interesting pieces of like, well, this reminded me of an episode of uh, Malibu Dreams or something like that. But <laughs> I, I wanted to give Chris Mayashiro a shout out because I learned a lot from listening to his pieces because he's like naming movies and he's like, it's the first movie to ever use this type of Indonesian fight choreography. And I'm like, oh, interesting. I didn't know that. So I know. that that really worked out. I was like, I, I should get Chris for the beekeeper because he knows about action movies and look what he brought. Like that really worked. So. It was good. It was fun. Obviously, though, the most important members of the podcast fam, Rich and Sonny Rosen, really made it happen. Oh, God, did they ever. <laughs> so let's move on to our February list, starting off with Argyle on February 2nd in theaters. Matthew Vaughn's new movie, uh, big over the top action comedy starring Henry Cavill. Uh, Bryce Dallas Howard, Sam Rockwell, Dua Lipa, uh, a bunch of other people about a writer who's writing spy novels, but then they're actually happening, I think. Um, it looks very stupid. What do it's, you think about this? It's frustrating because, again, this feels, you know, cliche, but also even in the preview, they're like, from the mind of Matthew Vaughn. And it's like, well, actually, he didn't write the movie, so it's from right. the mind of someone else. But yeah, again, this Who might is- be Taylor Swift, by the way. Oh yeah, that's a good that's yeah. a good theory. So <laughs> yeah. you know, um, and and you know what? Maybe maybe Argyle too. She gets captured, and Travis Kelsey rescues her. Or oh, you would re- love that, wouldn't you? Actually, it would be the reverse. He would get captured, and she would rescue him. Mm. Oh, I'd watch that. For I sure. wouldn't watch either of those. Um, <laughs> well, yeah, for pieces. Well, you know, it starts with this big dance sequence, and you know, this is a spy movie, so you obviously think of. True Lies and Mission Impossible. And then uh, from the opposite side of like writers doing things, seeing what they're writing come to life, I thought of last year's American fiction and also Stranger Than Fiction. Mm, yeah, absolutely. There's there's a lot of those kinds of movies. I went to Romancing the Stone, 
But then as far as like the action end of it, you went Mission Impossible and True Lies. I went with Bullet Train from, uh, was that last year or the year before? I don't know. But I David think it was Leach, two years ago. Yeah, but uh, the whole star studded, uh, this a big chunk of the trailer takes place on a train, so why not? But, you know, all the hidden allegiances between the different groups of hitmen all kind of out after one another. So I also didn't like Bullet Train, so who knows how our guy will be. But You know what I'm thinking is, because we have covered a lot of these like kind of spy movies recently, it feels like this genre is getting really stale at this moment. Yeah, I mean... I agree, but also, like, I loved the first Kingsman, and I love Kick-Ass, and, like, I want to give Matthew Vaughn the benefit of the doubt, because those movies are so damn good, so, I mean, maybe, you know? Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, but I'm talking about the whole genre, like, I mean, I the like Larry Kaka's movie, I like the Mission Impossible movies, but I feel like yeah. the spy genre, and especially, like, all these, like, wacky you know, caper things like I'm a spy, but my husband doesn't know it or I'm a spy, but X happens, you know, like they've just gone so far to try to be original that they feel completely unoriginal at this point. Right. Right. No, I I hear you for sure. Next up coming to theaters on February 2nd is Scrambled, which premiered all the way back at last year's South by Southwest, but it's finally coming out. I'm not sure why it got delayed so long. Uh, but it, it's a comedy about a woman who freezes her eggs and, you know, I guess later in life and the fact that she's childless, like that's kind of like the main draw of the comedy here. It's written, directed and starring Leanne McKendrick, who I'm not familiar with. Do you know if I don't know her either, but, uh, I don't know. It didn't look great, but it looked like eh, maybe this is a thing, right? You know, sure. we've seen plenty of movies that deal with this, you know, getting older and, you know, what do we do? And. Uh, getting our lives together. I, I mean, obviously, you know, literally in the preview, she's, I'm always the bridesmaid, never the bride, right? So you, yeah. bridesmaids is a good example of for something like this. And uh, there's this movie that I don't think anyone in the world has seen but me called Life Happens with Kristen Ritter. And it's like, she's like a cool hipster. And I think maybe it was her and Rachel Bielsen. I don't, I wonder, but they're like in Silver Lake and they're partying and then she gets pregnant and has a baby and like she grows up, but her friends don't or vice versa, whatever it is. It's got that type of feel to it. Yeah. I think you've brought that up on the show before, uh, but yeah, you're right. Nobody has seen that, but I don't uh, think I ever yeah. did Dave. So I, I think you did, but anyway, I, I, I was trying to remember a movie that deals with like a child-free woman. Um, and I couldn't think of what it was. I was Googling it. I found a documentary called My So-Called Selfish Life, which is that. Uh, but I couldn't, I never did find the movie, so I don't know what it is. But the other thing I was thinking about is Bros, the, uh, you know, the, the gay rom-com movie, uh, Billy Eichner, uh, which is kind of like, whoa, no way, a gay couple? Like, I can't believe they're making a movie of that. Like, you know, how crazy. Like, it's weird that this is a story that is like out there and like that there'd be that much comedy out of. And so I just thought of that in the same way as bros. Hmm. Bros was a real miss for me. Um, yeah. So that was a bummer. Uh, yeah. I wonder, man, I, I was thinking, cause like she freezes her eggs in this one. I was thinking of like movies about that. Like in was extract. Didn't they like, was that all about like freezing sperm or that one yeah. that, we, that we once covered with Malin Ackerman where she's having a party to find a sp- sperm donor or something <laughs> oh, like that. God. Donor party? Is that what that was called? Oh, maybe. I don't remember. Yeah. So, yeah. I'll have to watch that if I end up doing an episode on Please, Scrambled. Dave. Please do. <laughs> Next up, uh, also February 2nd, but on Netflix is Orion in the Dark, 
Charlie Kaufman wrote this. It's uh, adapted from a children's book, and it's uh, from the studio that made How to Train Your Dragon, and voices from Paul Walter Hauser, Jacob Tremblay, Chelsea Peretti, Rob Delaney, Werner Herzog. I don't know. It looks kind of fun in that, you know, kind of kid movie kind of way. Like this kid who's afraid of the dark and finds out there's all these other things to be scared of in, in the dark. You would never think it's a Charlie Kaufman movie. Uh, never. Film. Right. Yeah, so, yeah. But uh, now that you said that, I'm uh, I mean, I would have watched it anyway. But yeah, this lead character seems to, you know, not be able to do anything right. It reminded me of the Peanuts movie and Charlie Brown in general. And then. You know, the uh, the the scared of the dark and the dark's a character is very Monsters, Inc. And then it seems like they meet all these other characters, um, you know, which I don't know if they're emotions or there's dark, there's light. It was very inside out, uh, you know, for a Charlie Kaufman penned movie. It it seems like it's not he seems like a hired gun as opposed to something that he wanted to take on. But maybe I'm wrong. This is could be a straight down the middle delight. Whatever it takes to get back to more Charlie Kaufman movies. And as we know, it was just announced that Lily Gladstone is starring in the next movie that he wrote. So hopefully he'll be getting a bump and, you know, get to make some more stuff for me. But uh, yeah, I definitely had uh, Inside Out on my list as well for the same reason you mentioned. I also thought of The Secret Life of Walter Mitty uh, as far as like all these like imagined fears coming to life and uh, trying to overcome all that. So, yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe it'll be fun. I'll watch it because of the Charlie Kaufman connection. Otherwise, probably wouldn't really be something on my radar. Well, I'm going to watch it. So there. I know you will. You watch all these, like, the animated movies. Yeah, like, I got a kid. Yeah. We got to watch movies. You together. sure do. Absolutely. So next up is The Promised Land. I included this on the list because I know Mads Mikkelsen is your boy. I uh, it's limited release. I thought it's because you know I love Bruce Springsteen and it's a Bruce Springsteen song, but That's sure, true. why not? That's either true. Way. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this will be a limited release February 2nd. Um, uh, it's a Danish film. Uh, it's about a guy who's been hired uh, to build up a piece of land for a king, but he butts heads with a landowner. It looks intense. And I, I'm not quite sure what to think with this one, but it looks like it could be good. I mean, again, it's one of these kind of manifest destiny, Heaven's Gate types movies. So mm. uh, that was one that I thought of. And then I thought of uh, Godland from last year where, uh, you know, it was a preacher or a priest who has to go to this remote area and build a church. Uh, in this case, it's for God in this in the promised land. It's for a king. You know, everyone's got some type of uh, right, they think. And then uh, there's this whole religious kind of element to this one as well, where it seems like there's such strictness and stern, uh, you know, rules and punishments that brought me back to the Scarlet Letter, which was a book mm. before it was a movie. It was a book. This was probably a book, too. It seems like it would have been a book. But uh, yeah, I had There Will Be Blood as my first puzzle piece here. Um, you know, obviously, Daniel Pillane view is out for only himself. He's not doing it all for a king, but he is bumping heads with landowners trying to get access to their lands and, uh, you know, all the pushback and the religious angle of it all. I also had Braveheart on here, which obviously this isn't a war movie or anything, but, you know, just like the historical drama of a guy fighting for, you know, this thing against everybody else. So, um yeah, I don't know. I, I hope this is a good one. I will uh, be looking forward to it. Just back to Matt. So, I mean, like, like I love what he does because he does all these, like, kind of big Hollywood things when they come to him. But then he's off making these cool, strange movies in uh, Scandinavia that 
are usually so interesting. Absolutely. Absolutely. Next up is Lisa Frankenstein in theaters February 9th. Uh, this is written by Diablo Cody and directed by Zelda Williams, Robin Williams' daughter, uh, mm. her de- directorial debut. stars Catherine Newton, and it looks like a cute little goth horror comedy thing. It's a Frankenstein story, obviously, and I think it looks like fun. What do you think about this one? This is, am I wrong? It seemed like this the female protagonist wanted to date Frankenstein and she wishes that he comes to life and they start dating. Something like that. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> cool. Oh. So, yeah, I mean, uh, it could be fun. I mean, do you remember the movie My Boyfriend's Back from when we were kids? No. Uh-uh. I think it was about, like, a guy who died and then came back from the grave to, like, defend his girlfriend. And it was, like, campy Ooh. and stuff. So, I mean, I thought of that. Obviously, Edward Scissorhands, that romance there. The, the romance in Warm Bodies where she's dating the zombie. And then, uh, you know, this kind of idea of monsters coming to life and uh, working for good brought me back to Monster Squad. Wolfman has nards. Wolfman has nards. Good pieces all around there. Uh, I included Frankenhooker as far yeah, as... Yeah, uh, you did. <laughs> it's so good. I just rewatched it for the first time since high school the other day. It's so great. Mm. Um, I put The Craft on here. You know, I think Diablo Cody is definitely... Uh, tapping into some of that. And then, of course, we just had Poor Things, which is a female Frankenstein-style story. So uh, include that on the list as well. But yeah, I, I'm hopeful for this one. I think it could be fun. The Taste of Things will be in limited release February 9th. Uh, one of the last uh, award season films that's finally going to make it out into wide release. Uh, this is uh, about a chef and his personal cook who work together and uh it seems like they have uh also potentially a love affair together uh i'm not really 100 percent sure where things go in this based off the trailer uh but it stars juliette binoche and uh it's supposed to be fantastic from everybody that i've heard looks looks good i'm excited i think maybe yeah this and then a few at the end are the ones i'm most excited about this month so you know um the the, the food porn the chef's table aspect um you know, the kind of uh, uh, heightening of food, I thought of pig. And then, you know, you can just Google uh, movies where co-workers uh, end up in a romance and pick working girl or whatever one you like. So Yeah, I, I'm sure that uh, we'll have to look into that if we end up covering this one on the show. But uh, yeah, I also included Chef as far as the food porn angle goes. And then Chocolat, because we've got the Juliette Binoche connection there. Mm, so This movie sounds delicious. Ooh, I love it. I love it. February 14th in theaters is Madam Web, our first superhero movie of the year. And I don't care what you say, Jason. I'm kind of looking forward to this one because it looks so bad that it it's basically this year's Morbius. Um, it looks so, so bad it's good that I think I'm going to have a good time with it. It stars Dakota Johnson and Sydney Sweeney. It, it, it's like basically a bunch of female spider women. Um, I don't follow the real comics, so I don't know what any of this stuff is. It looks absolutely ridiculous. Do you know any of these characters? Dave, while I admit that it does look uh, so bad, I will not give you the rest of that sentence. So. Yeah, fair enough. It looks terrible. <laughs> and, you know, uh, maybe it's time that Marvel reboots itself. I don't know what you want from me. Also, Dakota Johnson, like... I don't know, man. Are you where are you on Dakota Johnson? I mean, she delivers the line in the trailer. 
He was in the Amazon with my mom when she was researching spiders right before she died, like an absolute champ. So I'm in. So you think so? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how much she emotes. Let's just go with that. So <laughs> I mean, she was uh, great in uh, the Peanut Butter Falcon. She was great in that uh, Suspiria reboot. Um, you know, I, I've liked her and stuff. That's cool. Cool. I hope you like her in this one. You know, so. <laughs> Uh, she has an accident and she survives, uh, a near death experience, unbreakable, right? She can mm-hmm. see visions of the future that she's using to pre- prevent crime. She hopes minority report and just kind of seeing these visions, the dead zone. There you go. Leave me alone. Yeah. I will not ask you to be on this episode. I promise. Um, <laughs> I'll do it. I'll, I'll do it. I don't care. <laughs> uh, yeah, of course, you know, I, I have Morbius on my list. Also Venom, uh, as far as it, it, all these Sony, you know, Sony version of Marvel, whatever you call that, the co-productions, um, and then birds of prey, you know, as far as like female superhero team up movies go. But yeah, I, I, I'm hopeful that this is going to be a good time, uh, on that particular kind of level. So we will this see. This is why um, I have to murder you and sell your <laughs> <laughs> exterior as a costume. Oh, boy. Next up, Bob Marley, One Love in theaters, February 14th. Uh, the most overplayed. <laughs> oh, yeah. The most overplayed trailer of the year so far. Um, I see this fucking trailer every time I go to the movies. Stars Kingsley Benadire, who's a great actor, as Bob Marley. In a truly awful-looking music biopic, what what did you think about this? It bums me out. I mean, how yeah. do you? I mean, Bob Marley, you know, all timer, right? Like any day you want to just feel happy, you can just put on his music, and just like it always makes you feel like the sun is shining and you belong on the beach, right? So, you know, I I, I told you how much I hate this genre. We've talked about it a lot, and. This yeah. one has that kind of bohemian rhapsody, like your music can change the world, but no yeah. one's going to let you release it, right? That type of thing. <laughs> and at one point, someone says, sometimes the message has to be the messenger or something. And that was very Malcolm X. But I just thought, like, look, this is a movie about a reggae legend. So, like, let me suggest a movie with a reggae legend about reggae music. And that means I'm going back to Jimmy Cliff, The Harder They Come, a very cool movie and maybe my favorite soundtrack of all time. I actually uh, was planning on watching that. Uh, I've never seen it and uh, it was recommended to me and you just brought it up now. So I'm definitely going to watch that soon. I'll definitely watch it instead of this because it just looks so bad. I, I, I just don't understand. This genre is just so bad lately, but it's just movie karaoke, right? That's what we're doing yeah, at this point. So. Exactly. We get it. Exactly. They've all gone through hardships and, People didn't believe in them and they overcame and their music is good. So like, what's the point? Like, you know, can we, that's all it is. We don't need all these. Yeah. I had uh, Bohemian Rhapsody on my list as well. Um, I will also throw in straight out of Compton because of the, you know, the intersection of violence and a music biopic. So I guess you could also go 50 cents, get rich or die trying. That has that too. So um, yeah, that's that. Uh, next up is Players on Netflix, February 14th, starring Gina Rodriguez, uh, also Damon Wayne Jr., Tom Ellis. Uh, this is, you had mentioned it earlier, like this is another one of those movies we see over and over again. Uh, it's about a woman who, you know, is always hooking up her friends, but then she falls in love with one of the people she's trying to hook up. Um, you know, we've seen things like this before. It, I'm sure people, it comes out on Valentine's Day, at least it's the right timing. 
Yeah, I'll give you that. But um, if you ask me to sit through this or Madam Web, I might choose Madam Web. This looks so yeah. bad, dude. So, <laughs> I mean, I want you back. He's just not that into you. Whatever you want to pick, pick them all. I don't think this is going to be a good one. Um, you know, I want you back was a pretty good one. But um, yeah. this this genre needs um, a jolt of electricity as well. Yeah, yeah. Although, like I said, anyone but you cleaning up at the box office, Jason. Is it cleaning up? I mean, it's doing fine, but I think you're it's doing really good. Yeah. Nah, so. it's doing great. Doing really good. Anyway, uh, Emma, you know, throw that on the list too. That's you know exactly what's going on here. I also thought of Good Luck Chuck, the Dane Cook movie. I which, thought of that uh, one too. If you're being inspired by Good Luck Chuck, uh, you, you got problems. But uh, yeah, hey, man. I, I, my uh, my. <laughs> One of my old, uh, this woman, I don't know, I don't think she was, maybe she was my manager for like a week or something. I think she was the producer on Good Luck Chuck, but then she died. Mm. That's, that's a, that's a story right there for sure. <laughs> something. Uh, so. I hate how negative we're being on this episode, by the way, but by these the way, movies do look, they look really bad though. So it has, uh, anyone but you is it's, it's at 102 million worldwide. It's mm-hmm. at 36 million international. That's good. And 66 uh, domestic. So that's pretty good. I got to I got to agree with you there. So it's doing all right. Doing all right. I think we'll see more rom-coms this year, but we'll I see. hope so, because I write them. Yeah, that's true. Next up is Land of Bad, which will be in theaters February 16th, which is actually kind of shocking that this is a theatrical release. But uh, it stars Russell Crowe, Liam Hemsworth, Milo uh, Ventimiglia, and Luke Hemsworth. Wait, did I write that down right? It doesn't have both I think Hemsworths. there's two. There's probably two Hemsworths in there. Oh, but. okay. Yeah, all right. You know... I, this is a straight-up action, so... Yeah, it's a you know. uh, guy gets trapped, guy on a uh, walkie-talkie tries to get him out of trapped land, but... What a missed opportunity because they have Russell Crowe like in the control room, right? Like trying to, you know, we're going to get you out of there. And then he's like, you know, you, we're going to get you out of there, but you got to listen to everything I say. But Dave, tell me it wouldn't have been awesome because we're going to get you out of there, but you got to listen to everything I say because this place is dangerous. It's the land of bad. <laughs> that would have fucking rolled. But I'll, I'll actually tell you what I was thinking because – the, when we first hear a voice, it's this guy with a really thick accent, and I swear I thought that was Russell Crowe talking. I would have been so excited if he did this whole movie in a really thick accent. He can do I it. Just, I mean, uh, I, oh, I'm yeah. still like, I feel like we're, you know, we've had the, uh, you know, the the reconnaissance. We've had the Cage of Enlightenment. I uh-huh. think uh, Russell Crowe might be next on the on the list of uh, comics. Pope's here. Exorcist fucking ruled last year. Yeah, I'm I'm so ready. I'm ready. I haven't come up with a name yet for it that you know yeah. makes sense. But yeah, Zero Dark Thirty last year they did the Guy Ritchie's The Covenant where he had to go back in and save a guy. And then yeah. I thought of um, Werner Herzog's Rescue Dawn and Buried because mm. it's like you know we got to operate on a high level. We got to infiltrate. We got to. You got to stick with me. We'll get you out of there. That type of thing. Absolutely. I had Saving Private Ryan on there. That goes right with your Zero Dark Thirty or any of those kinds of movies. And then last year's Plane with Gerard Butler, who would definitely fit right in with this cast. You know, but uh, yeah, you've got a guy on the ground, you know, who's also fighting back while everybody else is trying to rescue him at the same time. So why are you uh, here? It's the land of bad. My plane landed here. (laughs) Oh. This movie could be awesome. I, I hope it could it is, be, but uh, it looks no, terrible. We'll 
This see if you if you are saying one looks so bad it could be good, it's this one. It's not Madam Web. Well, I didn't say Madam Web could be. No, I said so bad it's good. Not that's what I said. I said this one looks like it's so land of bad it could be land of good. There you go. Very good. Speaking of bad, uh, I, I can't wait to watch this one. I actually just got a screener. It's called No Way Up. It's a limited release on February 16th. Uh, a plane crashes. I know Jason doesn't like plane crashes, but a plane crashes in the water. It sinks to the bottom, and somehow there's an air bubble uh, in the hole. So everybody's in there, and there's no water getting in, but they could see out that there's sharks forming yeah. all around the plane. Um, it looks so fucking stupid. Uh, I... It might be a big waste of 90 minutes for me, but I'm going to watch it. I'll watch this one with you. I'd be down. I'm like, hey, man, at least it's a creative way to do an escape or a shark movie or whatever. And it's got, is it Brendan Gleeson who's in it or? Uh, Who is in it? There's like one, it's one of those direct-to-video movies with like one It's not Brendan Gleeson. It's, uh, I can see his face, but I can't picture his name. The Irish actor. He's very good. Um, While you look up his name. It's, I mean, you know, it's open water meets Jaws in a plane uh-huh. underwater. <laughs> yes, it is all of those things. Uh, is it Colm Meany? Is that yeah, that sounds right. So. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He's good. Uh, it, it, this could be a lot of fun. Uh, I also, of course, put snakes on a plane. They found this genius way to get sharks on a plane by putting the plane underwater. Uh, and then the Meg had a whole, you know, set up where there was like airlock areas so that you could get that last minute, you know, shark jump scare. So uh, it feels like you got a little bit of that going here. One last thing about this movie, the poster is genius. It's got the Jaws shark just upside down. Um, mm. It's perfect. Great, great poster, great marketing. Could be terrible, but um, I will watch it anyway. And that brings us to Driveaway Dolls, a new Cohen Brother movie. It's not Cohen Brothers, just one. It's Ethan Cohen. Uh, this will be in theaters February 23rd. Uh, it's written by him and his wife, Trisha Cook, and stars Margaret Qualley, Beanie Feldstein, Coleman Domingo, Pedro Pascal, Matt Damon. Uh, about these two girls on a road trip, they get mixed up with a bunch of criminals and looks like a blast. Honestly. I thought we, uh, I, I, even when I watched this, I was like, didn't we? cover this last year there was a movie god i can't remember what it was but there was a movie that looked kind of like this where girls they they end up with drugs in their in their trunk or something yeah i think it was this but they just moved the release date or whatever that's possible it could it could be a lot of fun right it could be a big miss or or a big like yes right big hit here so you know we love these kind of like women asserting themselves like uh you know kind of in their twenties and kind of figuring out life and getting into hijinks. I thought it never going back. It's like never going back meets date night. And then with all those stars in there, you throw a splash of out of sight in there. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I could see that. But yeah, I was also thinking of never going back. I also thought of a movie that neither of us liked bottoms from last year, as far as, you know, this is a queer comedy. So I think you got parallels there. And then, you know, we're talking Coen's. Um, I think, if you're going to compare it to any Coen Brothers movie, it'd probably be Big Lebowski. Um, you know, just idiots getting mixed up in a crime, uh, which is a Coen thing in general. But I think Big Lebowski is kind of the closest analog to this. So, uh, yeah, I'm really yeah, hopeful. I mean, Never Going Back is definitely one worth checking out if you haven't seen it. So Definitely. I love Never Going Back. And, uh, yeah, and by the way, uh, just yesterday, I think it was announced that 
they're doing another movie with Margaret Qualley, and it sounds like you know another kind of wacky crime gone wrong caper like this. So you know this could end when up you being say a they, thing. you mean the the reform uh, Ethan Cohen and his and his wife Trisha Cook. Okay. Yeah. So like this new combo. Uh, so hopefully it's good because they're you know already on their way towards their next one. So hmm. yeah. So that is our movies for the month. Also mentioned that uh, they're doing a re-release of Turning Red, which, by the way, they just did Soul this month and didn't go so well. You know, obviously these three Pixar movies were released in the middle of the pandemic and, uh, you know, nobody could actually go see them in a theater. And so they're trying to give them a second lease on life. But I mean, that's not, not true. Out. They could have released them in the theater. They, I think... Well, they Especially didn't. With, they didn't. But Turning Red, right. I think, was at the point where they could have, right? Right. I, absolutely. And it should have done really big numbers at the time. I love Turning Red. Uh, hopefully, this does better than Soul did last month because it really didn't do well. Meh, uh, they're all, meh. They're also doing a big re-release of Amelie, which uh, I might actually go see that. I haven't seen that in like a good 10, 15 Yeah, years. that'd be fun. That's a fun one. Um yeah, that, that's our list. Uh, is there anything else that you wanted to bring up? Did you happen to see that there's anything else coming? Uh, no, I, I, uh, I was, there's not, Dave. There's, not there's nothing. <laughs> we'll be there soon. March, I think we'll finally start seeing some good stuff. But uh, yeah. yeah, Jason, is there something you watched recently you'd like to recommend to our listeners? Do I, well, I guess, you know, I had never watched Twin Peaks when it was out. So I figured like that's a good project to watch all of Twin Peaks from beginning to go. end, including the movies and the, you know, the later series uh, that comes in 2017. And so far, I'm loving it. So that's not a surprise. David Lynch, we love. So, yeah, no, for sure. That's awesome. I also watched uh, I rewatched. I hadn't seen it in a while. Something Wild. Have you ever seen that? something wild what is that i don't it's with jeff daniels and melanie griffith and a very great ray Liotta performance from the 80s it's a jonathan demi it's just kind of weird like uh, i don't want to say into the night movie but it's pretty close to that and it's a very cool soundtrack i think you would really like this movie yeah i think that was recommended to me before i uh why is it every time i recommend a movie you say oh someone recommended this to me already god dave people are always telling me to watch movies jason you got to get to me quicker no i don't want to (laughs) jason what's going on on awesome movie year awesome movie year we're in 1939 covering a bunch of classics you're getting all the hits baby gone with the wind the rules of the game stagecoach big big movie year we're making it happen keep making it happen and what's going on with everything else you're up to uh, what's going on, Dave? Well, BattleBots is still a thing. Lots more comedy coming out. It looks like Eat This Comedy is going to go on the road this year. That will be excellent if it does. And uh, still waiting for all the wonderful listeners of this podcast to give me money to make a movie. You heard the man. Send him money. I don't think they will, but you know it's worth a shot. Jason, as always, thanks for being here. We'll get you back again soon. Bye, Dave. All right, so I hope you enjoyed that conversation with Jason Harris about some of the movies coming out in February. Thank you to Jason for joining me, and thank you to all you for listening. If you're enjoying Piecing It Together, make sure you are subscribed wherever it is that you're listening to this podcast. You can find us, of course, on Apple Podcasts, Good Pods, Spotify, wherever it is. Make sure you're subscribed, and then also maybe drop us a little five-star rating and review. It would help to make sure that more people check out the show. If you also want to help out the show, we got a couple of other ways you can help out. Uh, first of all, we do have a Patreon. 
produced by David Rosen. It's where I post bonus and advanced content from piecing it together, awesome movie year, and my music career. I'm currently uh, finishing up some stuff music-related that's going to go on that Patreon very, very soon. There's also a bunch of Piecing It Together episodes that you can listen to early right now over there, uh, and a bonus episode of Awesome Movie Year. So check it out, patreon.com slash Rosen if you'd like to help us out in that way. We also have a vouch store. It's vouch.store slash piecing it together. You get a bunch of really cool products there, and of course we get a little bit of a kickback. Uh, we've got coffee, which I'm actually drinking some of that coffee right now, and it is delicious we also have some uh various other products in there there's these mixed drinks combos uh there's a toothbrush uh, a bunch of cool stuff and uh yeah you can check it out again at vouch.store slash piecing it together and uh aside from that just keep listening we really appreciate that you're all out there and you keep listening to the show we recently hit a hundred thousand downloads which Tells me that you're all out there and you're listening, but uh, as always, I love to hear from you. So get in touch. You know, we love to hear your listener puzzle pieces, maybe get you on the show sometime. And yeah, we love doing this. So let's keep doing it. Um, we'll be announcing some live shows very soon. I'm just putting the finishing touches on some planning, but I think we're going to be announcing more than one in the next couple of weeks. So you'll you'll be hearing a lot about that soon. But for now, let's close this episode out with a piece of music, and uh, at this time, I am doing my whole 24 for 2024 thing, where I'm releasing a new single on the first and third Friday of every month, and right now, the most recent one is a song called Burn, which there's also a music video out for on my YouTube channel. Uh, let's close out with Burn, and if you like the song... Go check out the video over on youtube.com slash music by David Rosen. It's a really cool animated video based off of an idea that I had. So please do check that out. Hope you enjoy Burn, and we'll be back with more Piecing It Together real soon.
an All Points West production, produced by David Rosen in Las Vegas.